Missing the buzz of live SSE Airtricity League games? Then we'll bring the games live to you. Introducing the Watch LOI Season Pass, the brand new online soccer streaming service with live commentary. Watch over 50 SSE Airtricity League games at home, on the go, wherever you are. The Watch LOI Season Pass. Sign up now and view over 50 games live for just €55. Go to watchloi.ie. Welcome to another episode of Hooked, the podcast where we give you all the plot hooks that you will ever need in your game. I'm your host, NC Weber, and with me today are three other people who are going to be providing you the hooks today. In a first, I shall not be participating in the pledge. I will just be helping with the turn and the prestige. To yep. my left, I have... Old Maddie. that's right, from Delicious Word Sandwich, my kiosk is right here. That's great. That's uh, the first plug uh, I've ever done. <laughs> Correct. To his left, we have... Dom from the Cat Podcast, I guess. Everybody wants to be a cat. Do they? Uh, I do. Uh, like, they don't want to listen to my podcast. <laughs> well, you have you have more listeners than Delicious Word Sandwich. Mm, you do. Don't bring it up. <laughs> And to his left, we have... Tom, formerly from Floof and Papa. Now strictly a hooked man. Yes. Yes. We've got him on the hook. He's hooked, <laughs> land, and sinker. So if you're <laughs> joining us for the first time, uh, each week we provide a series of plot hooks uh, that we generate from a random... Magic the Gathering card and a random word generator. Uh, then we will present them in the form of a magic act with a pledge, which is the seed of the idea, a turn, which is an expansion of the, the idea, and a prestige, which is how you can include the idea in your game. Now, as is tradition for the last one episode, <laughs> I shall be asking a getting to know you quiz. Mm. Now, you all play various different roles. In your various different games, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would like you to tell me your favourite monster that you've ever fought. Ooh, ooh! It can even be in a computer game or something else. Just something that uh, kind of captured your uh, captured your imagination. I'm uh, see when I think of monsters, even though I've never played any of the games myself. Final Fantasy always has like yeah. amazing, like fantastical yeah. monsters. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> mm. Heck of a question to spring on a group. Well, yeah. you know, you I, wanted a question. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it. I think it's got to be one of the, like you said, Final Fantasy, and that kind of sparks my memory. Um, and it's probably got to be one of the ones from Final Fantasy VII, one of the ruby monsters or the uh, sapphire yeah, yeah. monsters or emerald monster. Hmm. I think there's no sapphire monster. Yeah. Is it just because mm. they're pretty? No, I just think I remember them being harder to defeat than yeah, the yeah. final boss in the game and they are they're, they're harder to defeat than <laughs> was, was it like else. an ex, was it like an experience like a massive moment in your life fighting them like you were isolated well, for a when day when I finally defeated them <laughs> it was just like the most overwhelming thing and like this happened last year and I've been playing this game <laughs> since like like it first came out in PlayStation I never completed it as a kid and then my PlayStation broke and then I finally got the game again so this is your white whale yeah <laughs> this yeah. is my white male yep yep your white male? My white yeah, male. Yeah. White whale. <laughs> white whale. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it always fun when you get up to this unbeatable level and then you just 
you know, okay, one more time, and then yeah. you defeat it, and you're like, well, what do I what, do now? What yeah. happens yeah. now? Well, yeah, but like I hadn't completed the game either, and I was really <laughs> disappointed to find out that Sephiroth is actually like a freaking pushover in that. Yeah, yeah. As a final cool song, boss, I was like, such a good song. What? <laughs> Oh, that was my voice squeaking. Oh, that was, good. Yeah. That was, that was cool. authentic. Oh, well, I love yeah. it. Yeah, put a weird. low pass filter on this one, maybe, Zane. <laughs> mm, mm. Oh, look at me. I know how to use a low pass filter. Aren't we fancy? I still can't figure it out. Help. It's just no effects <laughs> low pass filter. Yeah, <laughs> easy. easy. <laughs> well, what about what about you all? Um, you nearly called me old Maddie. No, I no, didn't. He uh, said, what about you all? Oh, oh okay. You all, Damn. everybody. Oh, Test okay. the question, damn it. Come on. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Move um, on. The last Colossus of Shadow of the Colossus, for sure. Okay. That, that yeah, really, the last one. Yeah, the very, the like the the one that's a man like trapped in a tower, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, it's a giant. It's like a giant like humanoid yeah, yeah. Colossus, mm. and it's shooting lasers at you, and you have to because you not only have to climb it like all the other yeah, Colossus, yeah. which is awesome, but you have to like dodge its lasers in this awesome like kind of trench warfare sequence when you're just going from trench to trench, cover to cover, and it's just so looming above you and dark and also bright and epic and the music's pushing you forward and then you climb and it's like you're climbing a damn city and then, oh, you can't beat it. I was like, yeah, that was my kind of locked her in a room for a day. I had my friend over and he wasn't even playing. He just enjoyed watching it. It was a very <laughs> cinematic experience. At that point, I think Agro, the horse is gone. And Agro! Agro, oh, breaks me out. <laughs> Agro! <laughs> Uh, yeah, that is the best monster I've ever fought. And Dom? Um, it's like going to be like from Dark Souls or Bloodborne, probably. Like it's hard to choose between all of them. Uh, like I had a real like moment in the final boss of Dark Souls Three, which is called Soul of Cinder. Um, like there's a moment where you like you get that guy down to half health, and the music changes, and like it's kind of a like you have to have played and really appreciated like especially the first game because like it changes like it's clear that at that point when the music changes that it's oh this is oh god there's so much context to this but like this is like the souls of all of the creatures that link to the fire I won't explain it um like including <laughs> Gwyn from the who was the final boss of the first game who like it was kind of a downer of an experience fighting that guy uh, to be honest because he um, the world's dying anyway sort of thing um, but his his score for that fight, after all of the other fights in the game, are like these enormous, like orchestral and choirs and imposing. His is a solo piano, um, and you just like yeah, it's just really kind of quiet and somber. So midway through the fight with the final boss of Dark Souls Three, the end of the trilogy, um, big, enormous, um, symphonic like orchestra, everything at once. Midway through, kind of quiets down and Gwyn's theme like starts and that's how you, yeah, fi yeah. you finish the trilogy it's just like you're fighting like because his soul is in there somewhere and it's just like oh shit that's some real clever like like a, a subtle but clever bit of storytelling yeah yeah mm, awesome mm. Oh, my, my secondary account the monster that I love to fight is Nazis because I just finished <laughs> Wolfenstein 2 again yeah well yeah. you know always, always fun always yeah. fun <laughs> Okay, so the random magic the gathering card that we are taking inspiration from today is called Mirko Vosk, Mind Drinker, a legendary creature, mm. a vampire. Now there is a lot going on in this card. You have the figure who you can assume is Mirko Vosk just floating in the center over what looks like a burning city. Mm. I would say it's a burning um, city. With either smoke or cloud cover and are those bats? I feel or like they're yeah, bats. They're, they're yeah. demons and yeah, it's uh, there's a lot happening here, and the random word is accumulation. Uh, mm. So, who has who has a pledge that they want to throw out for is, us? Is there a light bulb above my head? 
them. Well, I have an idea anyway. (laughs) May I proceed? Yes, Yes, please proceed. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So at the end of every age in this kind of, in your canon, when, say, populations have really accumulated and society is at its peak, this mythical, terrorizing figure that is Mirko Vosk, mind drinker, appears and he just... He seems everywhere at once, but he goes from city to city, like destruction uh, reigns in his wake. People Mm. lose Mm. their minds as he approaches, and there's very little of them after he leaves if if he attacks them personally. And when he sucks your blood, what he's actually doing Actually, I'll leave that for the turn. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like He's a random event, dick. Yeah, but Mirko, or it, yeah, it's a random event, but it seems to historians of your world will pick up that it happens when societies have like reached their peak. So, ah, oh, cool. Yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. when Rome was at, at its best, and then right before the fall, and yeah, 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 yeah. and now what? <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, well, all right. Dom, Dom? Yeah. I'll go, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so my one is uh, a, a, a parasite that attaches itself to someone uh, and begins, like, slowly over time, it starts taking some of their memories uh, and eventually, okay. um, as it gets more and more memories, it kind of jury-rigs them into a personality and identity and perhaps even soul of its own. So is this in reference to what looks to be some sort of... Uh, armor on one of his arms is that, or is that no, no, ju- just, like, just a like mind drinker? More, more, sort more of conceptually, concept. and especially, um, yeah, like the, the the effect that he has is that he reveals cards on top of the library until he reveals four land cards. Oh, for those. Yes. So it's just like kind of digging through your skull, sort of yeah, thing, finding yeah. parts of you, and then like I'm taking that into accumulation as well. Like it's just accumulating parts of the person that it's attached to someone and it might not be like an insect when I say parasite it could be like a shade or something yeah, that attaches yeah. them to you yeah. and kind of absorbs bits of you until eventually it like becomes more and more of a person like perhaps the longer you go without dealing with it until maybe yeah. it's too late and it becomes not necessarily a clone of you a version of you that just has the bits that it is like yeah, copied from yeah. you sort of thing kind of mm. like the symbiote with venom in a way uh, sure. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah. like, but, but it, it has its own personality. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, yeah. So does well, so, Ven- so does Venom, but like more like it doesn't have. Well, sorry, Venom has personality, and this yeah. doesn't until it takes until it takes like yeah. aspects of you. Yeah, and yeah. also it's subtle. Like you might mm. not notice it's there, sort of thing. I really like the idea. You said like a shade that attaches itself to. Is it is like yeah. a. Uh, like it, a phantom leech. Well, it, it it is your shadow. Yeah. From then on. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm. if you if you look clo- closely, it's just like. You, like the, you've got you've got like a second subtle shadow and it's yeah. just like it looks like oh there's just a second source of light but if you like do a high DC perception check you realize it doesn't quite match up and when you move when you're you're still it moves, it, it moves. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. just ever so slightly yeah <laughs> awesome okay so we have uh, our final one from Tom yeah um, so I'm sort of <laughs> I'm going off the gauntlet that he has this yep. spiky gauntlet thing and um, I'm thinking of like an item um, that appears to the person who sees it mm-hmm. as something that they would want. Okay. So 
So, for example, so does, Matt, it, does it physically change or does it just present itself in it a way? It presents itself in a way. So, okay. yeah, so like I might see it as a bejeweled thing and Matt might see it as wooden because Matt likes it wooden or something. I don't know. I've um, often heard that about Matt. Yes, oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> um, but yeah, so wood. it's sort of like it's beauty of the beholder. Okay. Yeah, awesome. I find okay. beholders quite ugly. Too many eyes. Mm. Mm. Yes. Mm. But if you I'm, ask them, they're the most beautiful creatures in the entire world. Of course well, you know, beauty is a. Subjective. The eye of the it's beholder. No, I was just going to yeah, say beauty yeah, subjective. Yeah. I don't know where you were going with that. No. Got several, uh, several eyes. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, so uh, shall we move on to the turns now? I kind of want to explore the gauntlet idea mm. and mm. how that, what that kind of means in a game, like how it interacts with the player. Yeah. Uh, because if everyone sees something slightly different or very different. Um, what does that mean in a game? Well, I thought of it as, um, so basically everybody who sees this item trusts this item because it is something that they all deem as beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and whoever gets it, perhaps there is a fight over it, whatever. Um, but it has Ideally some sort of... Ideally team will fight over it. Yeah, but uh, obviously <laughs> I think, and this will come in the, the prestige, is that there is some sinister effect Okay. Related to wearing a gauntlet, of course. Um, but in saying that, it probably gives you some cool abilities as well. Maybe, maybe, maybe. it does. Maybe, maybe it doesn't. doesn't. Maybe it doesn't. So, so, so the turn is corruption at first. Like people, yeah. like start cor- like compromising their values and their friendships yeah, to get the because of this this yeah. object. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so it it looks different to different people. Yeah. Is this like is this an active effect that it like is it in any way conscious sort of thing or is it just like is it casting a spell on the person mm. is like not not necessarily conscious but like is it an active effect like on the minds of the people are yeah. they being changed by it or is it just actually like i think it's i don't think it's like actively making them it's not like a charm spell. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. more just a... A subjective glamour sort of sub- thing. Yeah, yeah, I think glamour is a, a great way to do it. Yeah. So, that, yeah. so that if it is so if it is like a gauntlet and it's just like uh, a, a metal gauntlet and people can see that, but in their minds they go, oh, well, obviously that is a, a gleaming holy gauntlet of my yeah. god and I need yeah. to use that. And I'm the cleric of Pelor and that's the gauntlet yeah. of Pelor. So obviously I should get that gauntlet and or, wear it yeah. because it is mine. Or a wizard might be like, oh, this will help me attune my magic. This mm. is this is beautiful. This is wonderful. Yeah, um, And then Thanos is like, obviously, guys, I yeah. need it. <laughs> and, a, and a bard would be like, oh, imagine the fisting I could do with that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm. <laughs> Bards mm, can't mm, trust them. God damn it. Okay, I yeah. Think so, cool. um, I, I think that's that's really interesting. So, I guess the the turn is uh, is that effect, and what 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 sort of benefit do you think it would give the person who puts it on? And and is it something mm. that can be stolen? Like, does it want to be <laughs> like stolen, the one ring, or does um, it just really want to be worn by anyone? I think it just wants to be worn by anyone. Um, I honestly think it would give you some sort of charisma boost okay, just because yeah. you think you're wearing this resplendent thing and everybody and would treat you like that yeah. it's because it's they're like confidence. you're wearing this resplendent thing yeah. so yeah. it would give you like this this air of confidence I yeah. think would yeah, it ba- would it vary like it would vary from person to person though the reaction because some people would want to take it from you as well like mm. that it would be yeah, it would inspire yeah, yeah. jealousy for sure like mm. I think that that could be a fun thing to do where you know you tell the boat it's just like yeah you're getting a charisma boost but actually with some people it's just like 
they immediately are a bit put off by it. It's just like, he's wearing... This this heathen is wearing a, gull- a gauntlet of power. Yeah, 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 he, he should it. not yeah. be doing this. This is yeah. unacceptable sort yeah. of thing. Like, it's like, that it's could like be when, interesting. It's like when I came into the studio and I saw Tom's sweater and I was like, that's the exact sweater I want to wear. Give me your sweater, Thomas. Give it to me. It's like when you walked yeah. into the studio and we was wearing a leather jacket and I'm wearing a leather jacket. And I was like, well, one of us is taking off the jacket and <laughs> I'm still wearing a jacket <laughs> and you're not because I'm more powerful than you, Matthew Butler, and you would never forget it. Mm. All right, so the last thing we need to do on the yep. turn is give it a name. Um, I guess we could just, I don't know. Ooh. Anybody got any ideas? So we have, uh, like, desire. We have, I guess, greed. Mm. Um, well, um, is this a name for like that it has in universe, or is this just a name? Because like you, you want it to not give it away in universe. I feel like. Yeah, I, th- I think yeah. maybe maybe this is mm. just what you would, what a yeah. character would call it. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe it's just uh, the hand of hand of glory. Like that's gross. Um, mm. Right arm of Exodia. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, well, hand of glory is already a magical item, isn't it? Is it? Hand of Glory, isn't that the thing where like you 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 make a wish and one of the fingers goes down? Like that's it's like a monkey's. Well, no, Hand that, of Glory is like it, it, it's a light of some kind. And never who mind. Who knows? Mm. Sorry. Um, Side tracking. Yeah, I'm completely blanking. Yeah. The, like, we'll uh, come back to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll think, I'm thinking it's about like, it now. Yeah, it's yep. not the Hand of Glory. I'm trying no, to like, think of a like, pun like the, it's I, like a glove. Like it's just like you know, just like. The, the open palm or something like mm, that. Mm. Just like something with a lot of possibility to or it. Or just mm. mine. It's mine. <laughs> that's, that's my nice. own. <laughs> Actually, we could we could take a... Or some a fist like a glove. We could just call it the mind drinker. Oh, yeah, I guess. Oh, it's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> like, because it kind of does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, mm. well, let, let's then go on to the, the shadow parasite. Um, Fun. Uh, so what? How are we turning turning this idea around? So, um, so it starts. So it starts out as just like it just attaches to you and it starts absorbing yeah. and accumulating your memories and stuff. I think there's a choice to be made of whether or not it's just copying the memories or stealing mm. them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, uh, and then if it is stealing, or like either way, is is there a way you can affect which memories it's stealing if you catch it in time, maybe? And so yeah, like there is a there, there is a story branch here where you catch you, you figure out what's going on, and then maybe maybe there isn't really a way to stop it. Yeah, yeah. So you have to just kind of figure it. You have to yeah figure out a way figure out a clever way to stop to stop this thing from absorbing the memories that you don't want it to have. Yeah. Mm. So you have to give it all the memories of how much you like yourself. Yeah. So that when it has those, or just, it will like you yeah, or, and not hurt you. Or just, <laughs> you know, your, your high school formal and it just cringes itself to death. <laughs> <laughs> I was the only one without yep. a date. God, yep. no. So uh, I think if you're, if you have this this parasite on you, I think it's, it's, it's a really interesting uh, sort of problem. If you have this, this entity that can't communicate with you and is... And not so much. Maybe it's not taking your memories. It's just copying them. Yeah, I think mm. it could be Kenku-like sort of thing, yeah. where it's just like 
the more memories it gets, the more of a person it becomes sort of thing, like, and the more it can communicate with you. Because I really think yep. it'd be yeah. a really fun interaction if you're having an argument with another player and then suddenly there's a, a, just a random voice that sounds pretty much like you that's agreeing with you yeah. against this other yeah, player. What he said, or, yeah. <laughs> or as, like, it's turning away. Yeah. Your, your shadow says something and they turn back and the argument starts up again. It's like, <laughs> or, oh, yeah. or you're sleeping and then you're having... you. Th- they think that you're yeah. talking in your sleep, but they're actually yeah. talking to the shadow. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that that's a really that really interesting thing to mm-hmm. kind of play on with this um, this mystery, and then it's it's sort of like a mischievous yeah I mischievous mean, entity rather than is, a yeah I mean, problem you have to solve and kill. Yeah, I think, and we can get into the prestige with you know how, how like how much of a person it becomes if it yeah, gets too yeah. far. On um, by the name, the the name is uh, a shadow of your former self. Oh, there you go. It's not bad. It's pretty I good. Don't mind that. I don't mind that. <laughs> you can't even you can't even get mad about that one. That's for a pretty, second, that's I was quality. like a good name for it would be Mind Drinker. I've got to change my gauntlet's name. <laughs> no, that's better. That's yeah. better. And you can keep your Mind Drinker. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's mine. All right. It's all my right, Mind money. Drinker. <sighs> <sighs> yes, it's now your time it's to his- turn. Tis my time to shine. All so right. we have the 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 civilization destroyer. Yes. Um, so whenever civilizations get to a certain level, this entity yeah, this, appears. This vampire kind of like myth phantom descends. Uh, he's kind of like an evil Santa in which he seems to get to every city mm. in one terrible night. Sure, yeah. And it, after he has done his, done, done his, uh, had his, done his due, had his fun, drunk some minds, uh, a lot of people who are attacked by him realize that over like the coming years or maybe months that they can't reproduce. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That they're completely sterile and civilization's populations come to a grinding halt. See, I, I kind of really like the... I, w- I was thinking that um, similar to, I guess, Serenity, um, mm. the Joss Whedon... Yeah, yeah, Serenity. Yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, I know Serenity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Serenity. Where, the, where they're just like, they have no ambition anymore. Yeah, and then so they just stop. The civilization yeah. just yeah. stops. You know what? We're going to throw that into. <laughs> yeah. But I kind of want to know more about this entity because we mm-hmm. know what what havoc he wreaks. Yeah. Um, but what is the story like? Where did they come from? Why Why does he have a vested interest in destroying civilization? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that ties into my prestige. Oh, yes. Okay. So what he's doing in terms of when he makes people infertile is he's mind drinking their future seed and the bats that we see in the picture are now like the future souls of those like unborn children and what he's doing he's accumulating a vampire army to more or less take over the world and he's doing it over the ages so he can eventually be the final like race of the of the planet Mm. okay awesome what if what if instead mm. of to take over this world, mm. he's doing it to fight a battle somewhere else, like on one of the planes of hell? Like yeah. he's, yes, he's, that's he's taking the souls to fight a battle elsewhere. <laughs> um, and and when he waits for civilizations to reach a point that it's worth him coming, harvesting all these souls and replenishing his forces. Oh, that's mm. good. Yeah. <laughs> so because so, it almost <laughs> screams of like a secret Thanos. Trying to like cull the population <laughs> to keep the world alive, yeah. You know, but no, I love that. I, I like so this much better. Way like, more. This is made more vampire too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I mean, if we're just going straight into the prestige for for what what are we calling this this entity first? Cool. 
Could I have a think about that? Like, if, can we go? I'll back? allow you to think about it. <laughs> yeah, right, mm. um, mind think. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, but if we do want to go onto the prestige, I think we need to talk about where your players encounter this. Like, what do they encounter this phenomenon, mm. or do they hear? Do they? Is this a legend that it's happening elsewhere in the world, and they have to prepare for it, or is mm. there a chance of it stopping, or is it? I think there's definitely a chance yeah. of it stopping, and I think it would be interesting if, like, say, if uh, Dungeon Master heard of this premise, that they integrated it into their world in terms of, like, the legend becomes, like, a common kind of thing mm. that the players hear of, and then eventually the phenomenon happens. Obviously, the players will react as players will, and they'll want to know more about uh, uh, Mirko himself. Yeah. And <clears throat> depending on their level and the contacts that they have in terms of those kinds of legendary figures... Say if they talk to a dragon or something, that dragon would be old enough to know who yeah, Mirko yeah. is before he became this kind of mythic. Well, yeah, or if you have a, a warlock or anyone who has an in with a demon, maybe the demons mm. know Precisely. something about it. And then it's a matter of maybe it's a if you want this to stop happening, Mirko needs to stop fighting this war in hell. Yeah. So then it becomes yeah. a matter of uh, maybe joining Mirko and ending the war for him, mm. or going to hell. Get journeying up at the other side and defeating Mirko. Defeating Mirko. Because mm. Mirko doesn't stay in the mortal plane yeah. long enough to take him on. And when he's doing that, he's waits. He's on a he's so on a So what roll. you're saying is yeah. the players need to volunteer as tribute to go join the Hellish Crusade to finish this war once and for all. Yeah, that's right. Right. Yep. Hell's okay. Crusade. Can we call it that? You can we Hell's can call it Hell's Crusade. Crusade. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Alright. Well let let us go back to the prestige of the shade, mm. uh, the, uh, the shadow of your former self. Yeah, Is that I remember that correctly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Now I've said it, so it's real. It's um, canon. That's <laughs> canon production. Uh, so, what is? Uh, how? How is your? How is this being incorporated into a game? So, what? What sort of uh, things could a could a, a game master? use this for so it's something that it, it i think it could be a fun slow burn sort of thing in the background of a campaign because it's you know it's something that the characters might not notice like latching onto one of them at mm. first and mm. then it's not really affecting things for the most part until maybe it gets late into the life cycle and starts like if it is stealing memories stealing like more and more memories i also think that there can there can definitely become a point where the shade becomes its own complete person and breaks off, and now it's an NPC like that's not attached. Like it work, it functions in, at, at a certain point. It functions in an NPC that's attached to one of the characters. Yeah, and yeah. then it eventually like the characters have to decide if this thing has attained personhood. Um, but <laughs> yeah. because it's like it's got a lot of memories of being a real person. In what way is it not a person at this point? So yeah, yeah your characters can now have a philosophical discussion. <laughs> that will last eight hours and they'll be two bounce of PVP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. no and doubt. Then, no, <laughs> and also in the game. Um, yeah, just like you're, you're playing a barbarian. You shouldn't have this much like concern over like metaphysical <laughs> stuff like this. It's like, it makes sense with my backstory. It just hasn't come up yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I really like the idea of this being like a remnant. Like if if they run into the big bad evil guy and they get they get hammered the first time at the lower levels, and then this is just like a remnant of like 
passing mm. through his lair or whatever, and then yeah. they have to deal with like, well, he came from the evil guy, but he's not technically evil, mm. and he has mm. a lot of me in him, so maybe he's like my son. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's also a really easy and convenient um, Dungeon Master character insert. Just like I guess, like yeah. real yeah. easy. Just like yeah, he's kind of always there, and you know he's got some insights, sort of. Thing, yeah, the shadow know? thinks you yeah. should go yeah. left. Yeah. yeah, go left. Yeah. He says. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you looked. What? Roll a perception check. Oh, I got a three. You still notice your shadow is pointing to the left. You're just like, oh, that's weird. My shadow's pointing. Yeah, he is. Shut up, shadow. <laughs> <laughs> to the right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so how high stakes in terms of consequences could releasing the shadow be, like theoretically? I think that that's a fun thing that the characters have no idea mm. about. Mm. Like yeah. that is uh, that is something that where they literally w- like make like they can seek out knowledge about this, but especially since it's specific to the memories that it's attained from the character, and like maybe if different characters, they might be like, um know kind of a little bit of inner character conflict where it's just like oh the warlock has this attached i don't want that guy's memories mm. being like replicated and it's just like what the fuck do you mean by that yeah. excuse yeah. me <laughs> uh, like oh see but, see and, if it was attached to my own characters my characters would be worried about like fraud mm. my mm. character would love it because someone would finally agree with him um, yeah, my, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my character would like see it as such a source for potential hijinks um oh uh, mm. mm. And I guess my character would just be like, if it's useful, I'll keep it. If it's not, then I'll keep it. Can I I throw it as a weapon? Would your your character have any memories to replicate, really? My character has literal millennia of memories. Your your character's just like, it is interesting to know that I have a soul. I was not aware of this up until now. Uh, Although, because this isn't a unique thing, these are... No, not at all. So, would they... so if a bunch of people decide, okay, my shadow is now a human, I'm going to release them, could there be a potential new race of these shadow creatures? Something like that, yeah. It's very close to becoming pers- uh, like a, like Persona 4, um, yeah. like, to be honest. But yeah, yeah. Um, I... Mm. <laughs> Yeah, this this I shadow know. is this shadow is is me. Like it's all the things about myself that I don't want to admit, but I've got to animate bullshit. This shadow I, is me, and I, I don't just, like them. I'm now in love with the idea of having a group of a group of players all infected with these shadows all fall asleep around the campfire yeah. and then the shadows having a conversation yeah and the DM yeah. <laughs> about what to do with yeah. the shadows but, it, but, but, it, but no but it's it's the shadows having a conversation with no inhibitions yeah so mm. the two people uh. who are like will they won't they like they're, they're just they're, like they're just shadows fucking just making out yeah <laughs> gone for it yeah uh, and like the, the shadows are all just like like the characters like they have a long discussion it's like what do we do about our shadows is a problem okay we're not getting it let's fall asleep the shadows stay awake so what are we going to do about our meat (laughs) these these meat bodies are we going to sever ourselves from these guys how do we do it can we kill them how does that work yes then there's no getting away from Mm. awkward conversation Mm. that's also a mid that's also a mid-game twist where it turns out the players are shadows and they meet their former selves (laughs) okay so let's move on to the the final prestige of the mind drinker drinker. yeah so uh, um, what does this mean in a game? How will the players encounter it? And well, see, I I kind of think of this as almost like a perfect phylactery. Yeah. So you kill the big bad boss, be that a vampire or a lich or whatever, and what remains is this gauntlet that everybody wants, nobody wants to destroy. Yeah. And then uh. if it's worn for long enough, the one downfall of that idea is that 
other people might try to kill you for it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but it's always somebody's going, never going to wear it long always enough. Always going to belong to the person who yeah. protected the best. Yeah. But the downfall of the phylactery, though, is that it has to be worn by this person for so long uh, before whoever can embody them and then become mortal again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that encourages like the most powerful vessel. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Mm. Yeah. So, in terms of a game, do you think that that does that mean that the players would encounter it on the hand of one of their enemies? Mm. Will they know of its power, but as soon as the enemy's dead, they still will want it? I, I think it being on their hand is too obvious. Yeah. I think it's something that, oh, okay, it's done its duty. I take it off now and I put it in this spot. Yeah, yeah. Unsuspiciously, like just on a shelf, mm. you know, um, and then it just gets seen by the party. Right. Or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's pesky okay. phylacteries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it just seems like a, a treasured item or something like that. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> does the person who takes it off, is it, are they immune to it in some way? Or Because is, isn't yeah. that glamour that they, they wanted and it's theirs and it belongs on them? Yeah. 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 Regardless of who you are. So. I don't know. Uh, yeah. what, do, what do you think? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, if, if it belongs to a lich and if it's the lich's phylactery, then yeah. I think it would make sense that the lich themselves is immune to the effect. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. 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 But, if, but if it is anyone other than that lich, then they want to have it with them the whole time, yeah, which definitely. is the point, yeah. I yep. guess, until they re-embody this new person as the lich, yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right, okay. So maybe instead of a lich, though... It's this is the final form of an artificer rather than a necromancer. Yeah. Yep. So an artificer infuses his soul into this armor, into this, wonderful and this, this arm. item, yep. Yep. and then achieves immortality through this method. I prefer yeah. this. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, I was reading a really interesting the article the other day <laughs> of of like how all the different classes and what their progression to immortality, immortality is. is rather than like a wizard to a lich and mm. how it goes on from there. But yeah, that's this really interesting thing to consider um, an artificer's phylactery. Mm. Okay, so that was uh, the mind drinker. We had a shadow of your former self with uh, <laughs> shadow and shadow hijinks and we had Hell's Crusade. Hell's Crusade. Uh, so that is our episode this week. Yeah. Um, so if you want to use any of those ideas you are more than welcome to uh, if you're using them in your own games if you're going to use them for anything else or you want to change them all just send us a message let us know and make sure that we're credited Uh, we are released under a Creative Commons 4.0 non-derivative non-commercial license Uh, and so you can find more about that in our show notes uh you can find us on facebook you can find us on twitter you can find us on instagram you can also find us at our home of the web that's not canon.com forward slash hooked thank you very much old maddie thank you very much for having me and we can find more about you at delicious word sandwich at that's not canon.com as well that's right delicious word sandwich my cute and we'll also put uh <laughs> put links into the <laughs> show notes what? yep yeah uh, my cute like don quixote and cuties Okay. Oh, on. I did not hear that before. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, thank you again, Dom. This is your third week in a row. You're, you're outperforming everyone. Nailed it. You can, find, you can also find me on Everybody Wants to Be a Cat, the cat podcast that apparently has listeners. It has we, listeners. I'll we, put links to that in the show notes as well. talk about cats. I also design and sell T-shirts on Tee Public. Look up Dom Guilfoyle, all one word. They're weird and terrible. 
Yeah. That's right. Strong And finally, thank you again to you, Tom. No problem, Zane. And we'll see you same time next week. Until then, keep That's playing games, fun. everyone. Farewell. I'm Morgan Phillips and I'm a human. And I'm Isabella Vallette and I'm also a human. But I was raised by fairies. And now I'm taking my human friend Morgan in to meet all of the mythological creatures that I know. Every Sunday we meet a new mythological creature and interview them about their life in a modern day context. Such as... The Night King from Game of Thrones. Funicula, the friendly vampire brother of Dracula. We've met the Loch Ness Monster. Santa. The Volpertinga. The Devil. And a Mermaid. And many more. We release all our interviews as a podcast called Off of the Fairies, where we interview a new mythological creature every week living in a modern day world come join us oh, that's not kind of productions podcast they say you only get out what you put in and with recipe ingredients there's no exception you can always rely on the great taste and quality of Kerrygold Irish butter Kerrygold has teamed up with some well-known food experts to feed your imagination whether you are baking brunching or barbecuing check out Kerrygold.com for ideas or follow the how-to videos and recipes at Kerrygold on Instagram thinking about your next getaway Rediscover the journey, the adventure of the open road and every stop along the way. Rediscover space and comfort on board in our lounges and private cabins. Enjoy the fresh sea air and relax as you travel safely and in style. Rediscover ferry travel with Stanoline and take a carcation to Britain. Our great value economy fares start from only €117 single car and driver, with flexi-ticket upgrades only €18 more. Whenever you're ready, we can't wait to welcome you on board. Explore your options today at stanaline.ie.